Welcome to Meredith with a Y podcast. I am your host, Meredith Willits, and I'm super excited today to talk to you about the fact that there is no damn story. We're removing the anchor. We're removing the energy. We're removing all of it. It's all gone. So stay with me. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Okay, so this episode is so because of my amazing friend and life energetic cosmic sister, Coach Letha J. So if you're not following her on TikTok or social media, please go and do that because she is a powerhouse. And she really woke me up one day to what I was doing to myself with regard to the stories I had been telling myself about things that have happened in my life and how much weight I had been giving them. What the hell are you talking about, Meredith? For the love of Pete, get to it. Okay, so we create stories in our head all the time. So for example, maybe you don't get invited to something or you have a party and someone doesn't show up or you have Christmas and someone doesn't give you a gift or whatever it is, whatever the thing is that didn't go the way that your brain had said it was going to go. The story didn't parlay the way you thought. And so what your brain does is it fills in or attempts to fill in the pieces, the holes that you might not have all of the information, all the facts. So for example, the story that I told Latha was about when I had breast cancer and how much resentment I was holding towards people because they didn't come visit me. Now, in the past, what I had done is I said to myself, well, they have lives, they have kids, they have jobs, they're busy. You know, I gave them all these excuses. I filled in all the blanks. And, and Letha said to me, well, did you ever ask them to come visit? And I said, well, no. I just assumed that they would have. I just assumed that they should have wanted to. And she said, well, why is that? And I said, well, because that's what I would have done. And then I proceeded to tell a story about when a family member was sick and how I went immediately, literally that day to make sure that the family member was taken care of. That's something that I have done. So I placed value in the story that... When someone is sick, people that care about them visit. Now, my in-laws all offered to come visit. And I told them, no, it's totally fine. Don't, you know, there's no reason to whatever. They showed interest in wanting to. And so often I find that, especially with Gemini, that even if he just shows me that he wants to do something, like, ooh, I have to go to Vegas for three days, but I don't want to. I'd much rather be here with you than an all-expense-paid trip to Vegas. And just him saying that to me, honestly, is, is a game changer, as crazy as that may or may not sound. But literally, if someone just has like that intention or shows good faith or makes me feel seen and heard and that they understand that I would like them there 
or they expressing that they want to be there. A lot of that goes a long way. Okay. For me anyways, maybe not for you. Maybe you have to have the full enchilada, but for me, just saying that, you know, Hey, I'd really, God, I want to come visit. Are, Are you allowed or am I able or whatever? And so I started filling in the blanks of why these people in my life weren't coming. And mind you, let's go back to the fact I didn't ask them. So there's that, Meredith. (laughs) There's that piece. But then I started filling in the blanks. Well, guess what happens when you fill in the blanks with shit that is not based in reality? You then... (laughs) decide later on that the excuses that you've made up for your coworkers, your family, your friends, your spouse, your kids, all of a sudden you now have resentment towards the excuses that you have given them, (laughs) which I find just brilliant. So (laughs) as I've given the excuse of they're working, they have kids, blah, 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 then, you know, a week later, then you can say to yourself, well, I have kids. Well, I have a job. Well, I work. Well, I do these things and I still showed up. Right. So there's really no good excuse. First of all, because you didn't ask them to come or you didn't request whatever it is in life. And maybe you did. Maybe, maybe you did. Maybe I did ask them, you know, like, I don't know, maybe whatever you're dealing with, you did ask, you did put in the request and it still didn't happen. And sometimes I have found that the story that I create for people is so not based in reality at all, that it's purely based on my mental illness, I guess you could call it. So I have a very good friend whom I love very much, and we were going to have Easter at my house but I am not a good Easter egg colorer. And they were doing Easter egg coloring at their house on Friday night. And they did not invite my kids over to decorate Easter eggs. Well, I didn't say, hey, are we getting together? I just invited them to Easter. So the story that I grew and planted water and made sure got lots of sun (laughs) with regard to why they didn't invite us over was that they don't care. It's not a big deal to them. Like I gave a lot of background to try to make myself, I don't know if it's even feel better, but it grew legs until I, of course, went back to Costa Rica brain. And I decided that there is no story. There's no story for why my family and friends didn't visit me when I had cancer. There's just no story. And even if there is a story, there's no story. Even if there is a story about Easter egg coloring, there's no story. There's just no story. And granted, sometimes in life there was a story, but how much of that story have you kind of injected with emotions and feelings and hurt and preconceived point of views and and negativity or sadness or grief or hurt feelings or defensiveness? How often do we fill in the blanks with pain instead of, well, they probably didn't invite us to decorate Easter eggs because, I don't know, they didn't think of it. It's that simple. This wasn't a part of their focus. And so why didn't my family or friends visit me when I had breast cancer? Well, it just wasn't on their radar. I didn't ask them. I didn't tell them that I needed them here. And so there's no story. 
And so I know you're probably driving in your car right now or wherever you listen to me, of which I'm so grateful because I love the idea that anyone's listening to this. I think it's awesome and I hope it helps. And you're driving around in your car and you say, but my dad left when I was 10. There's got to be a story. And you fill all the blanks in with excuses or reasons or justification or hurt or pain. And then a week later, those reasons just aren't good enough anymore. And that pain is even more painful because it grows legs and it breathes fire like a dragon. And then the reasons aren't good enough and the excuses lose their weight and the pain gets bigger and the anger gets fierier. And so we don't need to carry these stories around anymore. The reasons, the lack of excuses, the pain, whatever it is. And so there is no story. And so now when something doesn't go quite the way I had planned and I feel that pain, that that zing in my heart, that punch in the arm, that disappointment that I feel with other people because we are humans. When I feel that, I make the conscious decision now to say there's no story. There just is no story because any story that I can come up with is going to be tainted with background. It's going to be misguided because I am a human with a past. I am a human with emotions that live inside of my body as real as a heart and as a spleen. And because I'm a human with these very tainted 3D emotions and this very misguided brain that is based on social media and psychology books and education platforms, I'm not going to discern it the right way. It's going to be misguided and overwhelming and wrong. And so when I look at stories now or situations, I just put them down. I don't want to have them anchored into that moment, into my psyche, into my body as illness or pain or anything. I don't want to anchor these experiences because things happen to us all the time, all day long. Shit's happening, right? We get an email that's irritating. Someone cuts us off at a streetlight. Um, we get, uh, you know, argument with somebody, a coworker irritates the shit out of us. But through my studies, I'm recognizing that it is not the thing that causes us so much consternation. It is how we react to the thing that it kind of anchors into our body. How we react is what we really, really remember, as odd as that sounds. And so... When a thing happens, and I love when people say this to me on social media, for us, not to us. When something happens for us to change our direction, to change our path, to end a friendship, to end an employee worker relationship, to end or start something to guide us in some way, because these things are all happening for us, our greater good to get us to point Z 
right? Our goal intended prior to us coming to this experience called life. As these things happen for us, what we really remember, what is embedded into our entire being is our reaction to them. And the crazy shit about that is that's the only thing we have control over for Pete's sake. We have no control over someone sending us a shitty email or complaining or being a turd. We have no control over the world around us. We are literally haphazardly floating around in space on a rock for Pete's sake. But we do, we do now because of this amazing podcast and all the other stuff that's out there for you, we now are able to recognize that these things are happening for us to bring about our greatest good. We can, we can, we can see them. We can, we can reference them. We can make decisions based on them, but we don't need to anchor them into our body as resentment and bitterness and abandonment and helplessness and shame and shock and worthless. All the beautiful emotions that I release during an emotional release appointment. We can decide to remove the story, remove the anchor in us that will anchor in place this moment in time. This story that we tell ourselves that's not based in reality at all. It's pieces and parts of fact and fiction. It's pieces of parts of story that is compartmentalized and actualized and, and created by our minds for what? And so we are now in the driver's seat by just knowing we can put it down, by telling ourselves, do I want to carry this story with me? Holy shit, people. Do I want to carry this story with me for all of eternity? Does that serve my greatest good? by carrying this around. And I hear someone out there right now saying, but Meredith, I was assaulted. But Meredith, you don't understand. My parents abandoned me. My dad left one day and never came back. I'm being abused every day by my family. And I say, I get it. I hear you. I see you. But you have no control over what's happened or what's happening maybe. Maybe you're in a position where you can't leave the house. Maybe you're in a position where what's already happened has happened. And it's in there. It's in your heart. It's in your mind. You've defined yourself as this. You see yourself as that victim, that person that went through that. Because those people dot, dot, dot. Because my father dot, dot, dot because they didn't care, because they hated me, because whatever. Put it down. There's no story. It's not you. It doesn't define you. It was a stepping stone to get you to listen to this damn podcast. It was a stepping stone. It was a piece. It was a part of the puzzle that you do not need to carry along with you anymore. Why? Because it doesn't serve you. Remove the chain around your waist, drowning you in the water of life. Cut that. Get out a blowtorch if you need to and just start 
firing away at that chain around your waist, around the, the metal clasp around your ankle, drowning you every single day in your bullshit ass story that doesn't serve you anymore. It's not good for you. It's not healthy. It's not helping you move forward. It's not making your life better. You're aligning yourself with a story that happened 30, 20, 10, five minutes ago, whatever the case is, and you have anchored your entire purpose, your entire experience to this thing that no longer serves your world. Screw that. I just had an amazing appointment with a gal and she told me 30 minutes of her life. We went on and talked about it for 30 minutes. And as she was telling me about her life, she was telling me about who she was and who she is and where she's at and what's going on, label after label after definition. I could see right past all of it. I could see through all of those stories. I could see the armor and the steel and the fear and the all of it. And I knew that there was someone in there past all the stories, past all the labels and definitions of who she's aligned herself to be. And then the punch in the face, all of it's bullshit, right? None of it matters. Some of it matters. It's created who you are. It's brought you to this place. It's steered your path. But is it who you are? Nope, it's not. You're more than that. You're more than a story. You're more than definitions or labels. Oh, how beautiful is that? You woke up this morning worthy. You woke up this morning the driver of your truck, the captain of your ship. In this moment, as you're listening to this and you look left, you look left at your whole past From the moment of conception, whatever that looked like, and I think I'm going to do a webinar on that because I'm learning this. From the moment of conception, maybe that conception was in anger or in a drunken fit or in a lack of love, or maybe it was in mad passion between two lovers, or maybe it was in a committed monogamous relationship of your parents, or maybe you were conceived in rape or worse. Maybe as you look back over all the years that came before this day, you look back and you go, holy shit, how did I get here? Look at all that I've been through. Look at all the parts and pieces and people and things, be them amazing or not. I ask you, go back there and say, I forgive you. I forgive me. I forgive the world. I'm not carrying this anymore. The anchor is going to only drag you down to the bottom of the ocean. You're going to drown in your stories and you don't have to. Today, you're given a gift of a present. The present. Presence. Surrender into that, as my good friend Walter says. Surrender 
into the presence of today so that you can be of service to the people and the world around you where there is no past or no future, where your story ceases to exist. It ceases to define you. It ceases to freaking ass matter anymore, not for one more minute because you're worth more than your story. Holy shit. You're worth more than your story. Your happiness is worth more than your past, than your story, than the things that you've tried to piece together that make who you've become. And so as I talked to this woman today and I said, just put all those stories down, I would say the same thing to you. And you will fight me with that. You're probably fighting with me right now. Screw you, Meredith. You don't understand. I was a single mom. I was abused. You don't know how bad my mom and dad were. You don't get it. I was bullied in middle school. Okay. Okay, baddie. Take that with you today. Okay. If that feeds your soul, if that makes your present and future better, I'm not telling you to put it down and it it has no part in your life. I'm not saying you haven't grown from those stories or those experiences. I'm not saying, hey, you know what? You've been through the ringer, but guess what? trying to put those down. I see you. I get it. I know how you got here. All my pieces and parts brought me to today, but that doesn't mean that I align myself with them anymore. I don't want to align my experience of breast cancer of no one came to see me. I'd rather align myself to breast cancer and go, holy shit, it changed my life forever. So I'm going to put down the story that doesn't serve me. And I'm going to align myself with the story of, holy shit, I learned a lot. It's changed my life for the better. And I know not everyone can say that. I get that. There is no story. You are the story. You're in the driver's seat right now, going somewhere. It's way out on the horizon. You see it out there? Where you want to go? You see yourself 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, maybe 60 years from now. You see yourself way up there. Maybe you got gray hair. Are you wearing yoga pants or a dress or slacks? Are you wearing a brown belt, flip-flops, boots? Are you skiing? Are you on on a kayak or a canoe or a back of a horse? Are you camping? Are you the president of a company? Do you have grandchildren or children or a spouse? Lots of friends and family celebrating your 80th birthday? You're up there. I see you up there. And I ask you, when you look left, when you look back in the past, do all those stories serve your greatest good to get where you want to go? Or can we just put them in our pocket and say, eh, I'll take some of them with me. I'll put those things down. I'm going to put all that stuff down that doesn't serve me. The stories I've told myself, the definitions, the labels, the alignments. Those don't, I don't need those anymore. They just seem negative and harmful to my mind. And so instead what I'm going to do 
is I'm going to keep my eye on that 80-year-old self. And I'm going to get there on my terms, without the stories, without filling in the blanks with my broken human brain. You got this. Remove the stories. Cut off the anchor. Make today the first day of the rest of your life. Put the sword down. You're in there somewhere. I've done a lot of appointments in my life, and I will tell you that unless there's some traumatic situation that happens, I see most people are themselves to around age seven, and then something happens around age eight. For many of you, it might not be, but something happens at age eight that I've seen over and over and over again that changes people. Your seven-year-old self still lives in there. The one that is loving and kind, that isn't angry at the world, the one who's not frustrated with everybody in a car outside of their car, who's vulnerable and wants to feel all the feels for all the people that they love so much, who has hopes and dreams and has removed no self-limiting beliefs. They think that they can be a prince or a princess or president, a ballerina or a firefighter, an NFL player, a veterinarian. That person still lives inside of you. And whether or not you ever decide to grow up and be any of those things, that high heart of hopes and dreams with no baggage and no, no armor, that person still lives in there, viable and excited for life, excited for love and birthday parties and candles and dancing in the kitchen. That one that enjoys reading a book, seeing a fireplace sparkle, who gets excited that their kids or their spouse or their partner, their friends are coming over the house over a spaghetti dinner. That person's still in there. Drop the sword. Put down the armor. You're allowed to feel. You don't have to protect yourself anymore. You will not die because you love. You will actually live because you love. Thank you guys so much for being here with me this week. What a beautiful and powerful podcast this has been. I've really enjoyed enjoyed recording this for you. Thank you for those of you listening around the world and in the United States. If you can take a minute to leave a five-star review or a um, written review, it really helps me out. I really appreciate it. If there's someone that could benefit from hearing this podcast, please share it with them. Super easy to do. Just hit those three dots, copy link, and send it to them. You can be that person. That's okay. I send stuff to people all the time. But thank you so much for being here today with me. I've really enjoyed um, sharing this with you. Next week, I will be talking about some shamanic stuff that I'm learning with regard to the brain and food and sugar and anger and fear. It'll be a super fun episode. So come back next Tuesday and we'll be talking about all the good things. Thank you so much as always for being here with me and I will be here next week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. 
Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.